Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. It's in there. If you say it enough times, you will hear it. <laughs> my name is Summer Yeager, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Joy, and also both of our youngest children. Yes. And <laughs> I'm January is here, and JoJo is here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hi. January, January wanted to join us and say hi to y'all. Do you want to say hi to everybody? Hi. What do you, what, what do you want to tell them? Uh... I think baby You gotta Do- talk into the microphone. Maybe because baby Dodo wanted to have me. Oh, uh, baby Jojo wanted you in here? Because she likes me. <laughs> she likes you. She does like you. Yeah. She does like mirrors so much. Mirrors. Mirrors. She likes mirrors oh, she does. so much. Yeah. She does like that, actually. But she... But her face looks like a circle. Her face looks like a circle? <laughs> That's like true. She talks about how everybody's faces are circles. Yeah. And she draws a lot, this one. Right. And I was going to say that that's coming from an artist. Yeah, she is an artist. She's, um, and she's super into, like, sheologians. And she's, like, always been like, can I come on your show? So this is, like, her moment. So, um, hey, maybe we can, maybe you can tell everybody your catechism question. Do you want me to ask the question? You tell them the answer? Yeah. All right. January, did our first parents obey? No. They ate the fruit and sinned. They ate the fruit and sinned. That's right. What else are we working on in catechism time? Uh, the songs? The songs. What's your favorite song that we sing? Oh. She said the green sleeves one. Oh. So Eric takes like Bible passages of the Bible and then like puts them in a certain meter and then adds a tune. And so we end up calling like Psalm one, like the green sleeve song, even though <laughs> that is not at all <laughs> what it is. But there's no song like that. There's no song like that. Daddy made it up, didn't he? Yeah. You do what you got to do to catechize your children. Joy is doing what she's got to do to, like, wrangle a very busy... Wait, what day is it? She's seven months now. We've passed that line. So, Georgia, look at how... Isn't Georgia being so busy right now? Yeah, she is. Isn't it so cute, though? I'm sorry. Yeah, and she she always stares at me. She does always stare at you. It's because you're so cute. All right, JJ, we're going to talk about our stuff now. Do you want to go back to drawing? No. (laughs) Okay, well, you have to go back to drawing. Or you can watch a movie with Bubba. Okay? I love you. Thanks for joining us. You want to say bye? Bye. <laughs> bye, Danny. Anyway, that was her moment. Hey, you did it. She's doing something now. I know. Which, we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine, like, would you have ever imagined when we first started that, like, we'd be here recording with five kids? <laughs> five. No. 
we're entertaining five kids right now while we record. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of amazing. Yeah, we're gonna have to adjust Georgia's setup now that she can she can move. escape yeah. her. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me mm-hmm. that I really wanna go do an escape room soon. You wanna oh, go yeah. when things open up? Yeah. Do you love escape rooms like I me? like them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Do they have good ones here? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. We went to I went to a um bachelorette party where we went to one. Yeah. And it was fun. I'm totally into that. Just so you guys know, you can do an escape room right now on Alexa. Yes. Oh, really? It's actually really fun. So when I was like stuck in bed for a month with everything with the miscarriage, I don't know. I think at one point, like one night, I just told Eric, I was like, I'm so tired of being in here. (laughs) Like, I'm so tired of it. Seriously. And sweet brilliant Eric he like thought to check and see like if there were games or something or stories on Alexa that we could do because we have one in our room we have a robot in our room listening to us it's terrible whatever (laughs) there's escape room games this is how this happened Um, and so he discovered that you can like and there's some free versions and some versions you can pay for but even the free version was so cool because basically you have to like memorize what's in the room as you're going and then figure out how to use stuff like utilize the things that you find in certain areas and it was actually really fun and so we were feeling really good about ourselves because I think the first escape room we did we got out in like 13 minutes and we're like we're pros and the next one like literally we had to cheat to get out of there after like an hour (laughs) no it was 45 minutes but it was really hard and we weren't gonna get it and So anyway, I recommend those. I thought it was fun. That's pretty cool. I guess technically you, depending on if you had like some materials, you could make, you could actually make one. Yes. As like an activity. It was so fun. It would be like your, the activity for the day. Yeah. I'm always worried about the people that make the escape rooms because they're so weird. I'm just like, what is it like to be the person that made this room? Right. Like it was weird. Whatever was going on in your head. Put all this together. Yeah. But you you guys should try it. I think it's called like Escape the Room or something if you have an Alexa, if you're into that. Anyway. If you're into computers listening to what you say. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was so opposed to Alexa at first. Uh And then the feature where you can like drop in on other Alexas in the house. Oh, yeah. That did it for me. I was like, well, I don't have to go downstairs or upstairs right this second to talk to somebody. I have an intercom. It's an intercom system. Yeah. And my house is amazing. And that was all it took to win me over. So maybe I'm a total sellout. Uh, Aren't we all? (laughs) Aren't we all? (laughs) I just feel like there's no, I don't know. (laughs) That just, that's like a whole rabbit trail for a whole episode. Yeah, it is. Like we all, we all like to think we're a little bit better than other then, people but it's like well but you know if you eat if you buy the good bread at the store <sighs> you probably use the microwave like i don't know <laughs> you know what i mean like there's a all, trade-off somewhere we all sell out a everyone little bit. has their mcdonald's right yeah. whether it's actually mcdonald's right. or not yeah. like everyone has yes. their mcdonald's yep yeah that's kind of the topic we're going to talk about today but we're not there yet that's true <laughs> um i did have a thought yes um, I don't even know where we're at in this introduction. You're, you're in the right spot. But I think it's okay. Um, <laughs> so I had this thought the other night. I was watching Georgia. 
kind of like figure things out yeah and you just sit and you when you have a little kid you just watch you can like see them learning Learn. things you can watch them figure things out yeah and i was thinking about how mind-blowing it would be if i could feel how she was feeling mm-hmm. in that moment mm-hmm. not like from an adult perspective right because obviously i've figured out the stuff yeah. that she's learning right but if you could just feel that wonder like feel how it feels uh-huh. to be learning like mm-hmm. that water is wet for the first time right like before you can really even like before right. you even know what it is or you know what right. wet is you're like right figuring things out i feel like we would be pretty excitable yeah <laughs> all the time yes. yeah don't we get so blase about everything yeah everything yeah. is just nothing that's one thing i've noticed about kids is just how like the little simple things keep them there's like a wonder there right. and an excitement that you just you can re- recall feeling that like I can I can think mm-hmm. in like the past of just like I was thinking earlier how like my kids are here today and I was like oh, I wonder if they're bored like I was thinking about it and obviously mm-hmm. they brought stuff to do but I remember having to go my dad was teaching right seminary and I remember having to go with him a couple times and like sitting in the back in this you know kind of like office type space open space like this and I'm just there and I have pens and I have paper but I remember it being really fun like I felt like I was obviously I didn't care at all about the church history class (laughs) because I was 10 right um and I wasn't in seminary but I just remember enjoying the whole experience and just being a part of it and being there and like it was exciting in a way that now like I don't I can't recapture that right I don't feel that way I am my parents my mom and stepdad I remember we're like attending some seminar or class or something and um, they would bring me, I was a little bit older. I had to have been like maybe 12, 11 or 12. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but they would let me bring my razor scooter, but Uh it was just this one little square. Right. Tiny And I would just like. In the square. I would just ride my razor scooter around and around and around and around. And it was like. I know. It would never get. Old. Boring. Right. Right. Or I'd be like, this time I'm going to do it faster. This time I'm going to pretend this is happening. I know. Pretty cool. But we don't really change because honestly, now I'm that easily entertained by like deciding what picture I'm going to hang where in my house. Right. Like I'm still like, I still get excited about these really silly little things, but it's just not, I don't know. There's like an emotion that's not there. There's a novelty that's not there because I've done this. I've done all of this before. Essentially. It's not new. You know what my favorite adult make believe time is? What? When you like add something to your Amazon cart that you know you're not going (laughs) to buy. Uh-huh. Or it's like a reminder, like, you will yeah. need to buy this. Mm-hmm. Or this would make a good mm-hmm. Christmas present for someone down the line 100%. or something. Yep. And you put it in there and you're like, I'm just going to let it sit in there. Just there and it is. Not going to buy it right now. No. And then, of course, they jack the price up. Right. And then you get mad. Right. I do the thing Or they where... lower it by four cents. <laughs> and and you're they're like, like well, there's now... been change. There's been a change. Now I have to buy this. Right. I do the thing where... Um, I don't want to spend money on something, but I really want it. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll ask my husband. I'll be like, what do you think about 
whatever. I'll be like, do you think we need or like, can I buy? And he's like, you don't, you don't need my permission for that. And I'm like, I know, but I need you to say it because, because I need help like pulling the trigger. Right. So I need to hear you. I need an outside piece of advice as to whether or not this is a huge waste. Right. And or he's like, why like, are you asking me? If it can be rationalized. I'm like, because I need I need that push over right. the edge. Otherwise I'm not gonna spend this seventeen dollars. I will right. I will fret. Oh, I yeah. will fret over seventeen dollars. No, you know how long legitimate <laughs> Amazon orders sit in my cart. Yes, I do know. I do know. Legitimate I ones know. that I intend to make. Like you know you're going to, but like, it's like I will well, have needed double a batteries for Forever. six weeks I know. but because i can't decide if i want to buy this baby sunscreen i can't you just can't place buy, the order no can't buy anything because that would be crazy right <laughs> what i'm just supposed to get like 10 packages to my house for the next oh my goodness i did this thing where <laughs> okay so one of my favorite websites had a sale on their art prints okay. it was something like crazy it was like literally like 40 percent off or something it was right. wild and so I was like, okay, I'm in a new place. I need a couple different like size pictures because I have different walls now, right. whatever. So I bought two art prints that I just was so excited about because I, I basically bought two of them and like a, on normal price, it would have been like, I would have gotten one of them. For, it was just right. so exciting to me. So whatever. So uh, the art prints show up at my house and I'm like, yay. And I open them and I'm like, oh my goodness, now I have to buy frames so I can hang these. Right. Obviously, because yeah. I, I didn't have them frame it because that would have been, I know. Well, because you can get a frame. Yeah, for, I can get a $3 frame on right. Amazon, yeah. you guys. That's what I'm doing. But if a company frames something for you. Yeah, it's much more expensive. Like real mahogany. Right. And sometimes that is an option and you want it, but I didn't want that. Right. So I went on Amazon and you didn't want to spend a hundred dollars on a frame. I didn't. Not even close. I wanted to spend three dollars, <laughs> and that is what I did. I found a three dollar frame, and I found like a ten dollar because one of them was big. I found uh -huh. whatever, so I put them in my cart and I go to buy it. And Amazon is like, "Oh, you bought this a week ago," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Wait, am I a time traveler? Like, what just happened?" And then I was like, "Oh, okay." And it says it's arriving like the first week of May or something, and I was like. I have no memory of did buying this buy frame. Them? What's worse, not only did I already buy that frame and it's coming the first week of May, then I went to look at the frame for the like the other print, different size. I put that in my cart and Amazon's like, hey, we delivered this four days ago. And I was like, oh my goodness, I already bought these frames. And I went on, I have no memory of it. This is how... And you already had one. I, and one was already delivered, and I had unwrapped it and put it somewhere already. And I have no memory of this at all. Wow. It was really bad. I was just like, okay, I need to take some more magnesium. or yeah, vitamin get some, D, maybe. Get some more sleep or... Step out into the sunlight. I don't even know, but I do not remember buying them at all. And the only thing I can think is... I do. I did buy these prints like right after I moved in when I was like still recuperating oh, okay. from surgery. Okay, that's a little different. So I'm thinking like I must have just. I remember sitting in the orange chair, like you know the orange chair, and I bought the prints. I was on my phone, right. and so I must have just immediately bought the frames, and I have no memory of 
<laughs> for some reason your brain filed it as to do Just even like, though it was yes done 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 another really good place for frames is if you go to um if you go to Goodwill and just like buy the art mm. and then take the art out and you can like really spray smart. paint the frames and stuff. I've that done that really many smart. times because yeah, big frames are, can be that's really so smart. like as expensive as the thing you're putting in right. the frame. And I, I am close to a Goodwill, so that's a great plan actually. Yeah. I have spray paint too with you. Okay, good. I've never spray painted anything in my life. Oh, we finished the chalkboard welcome. wall. Oh, cool. I don't know how I feel about it. Very anyway, cool. you'll see. I had it. a chalkboard hallway. I like that in a yeah. house, but it wasn't like it was before like the priming uh-huh. stuff that kept it flat. So it was like mm-hmm. a little bit harder to use because of yeah. the texture on the wall. Right. Anyway, this doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't this matter. This doesn't matter at all. You know what matters? The contest. <laughs> you guys, we have to say thank you because. This is so exciting, isn't it? it? It's just so fun. And so the contest that we're running right now is, as I mean, I announced it last week, but just in case you don't know, it is a design contest. And we're having you guys submit your designs um, because we are opening an online store with Sheologians merch. And we have prizes and we're going to have a first and a second and a third place winner. Um, with some honorable mentions. And so we asked you guys last week to design something for the upcoming Sheologian store just to involve you guys and let you be a part of it. I was not sure how this was going to turn out. Like, I wasn't sure if people were going to be super interested or how it was going to go. And it has been wild. I don't actually know exactly how many. We have four pages of submissions so far. So if you go to Sheologians.com forward slash contest, and scroll down you can see all the fan submissions and we need you guys to vote on your favorite design we changed it you guys wanted to vote more than once so we changed that so now you can vote more than once you can vote every four hours if you want um and it's just been so fun to see what you guys are designing obviously you can still submit artwork as well um if you want to see something that you've designed in the sheologian store and the contest ends on Thursday. So this is running through Thursday of this week. That is April 30th. Yes. Okay. <laughs> April 30th. Um, and all the rules and stuff are on that page at sheologist.com forward slash contest. And it's just really fun. So go vote. I cannot believe some of the designs that we've had. I know. I have just been laughing every day because it's so <laughs> Jojo. Because it's just been so amazing. And um just so cute to see like what you guys think of when you think of sheologians and what right. you're designing and it's just really cute and precious so and we yeah we i appreciate the enthusiasm and we've the had thought. a lot of different ones yeah and, yeah it's cool it's been really great i definitely have some that i really like i, I would know wear Matthew that. has a favorite because of course, it involves him because it was him the patriarchy delivers <laughs> Um, I love how that's none of my business is clearly your slogan. Yeah. That is what people think of when they think of joy. Yeah. That's none of my business. Which was an idea uh, for a shirt that I had. Oh. But obviously didn't I didn't design it. Obviously you guys want that yeah, shirt. Right. <laughs> um, because a bunch of people are using that. It's been really great. Um, yeah. I just I love it. I think you guys are adorable and you're killing it and I have to like check back every couple hours if I want to catch all the new ones because they just keep 
rolling in rolling in um so anyway i i don't want to like uh <laughs> someone just did one i haven't seen this one put on your slippers and try not to be offended <laughs> i think i wrote that one that sounds like something i wrote anyway okay so that's that um book club is starting this week so we're starting on wednesday that is the 29th we have a lot of stuff happening this week in sheologian's world um yeah and we have a bunch of new people who like we have people from Australia. I mean, just all over like far reaching cool. um, book club going on. And so if you want to join us, we are doing all that at patreon.com slash sheologians. You can grab the book on Amazon or Hoopla. A lot of people who so I know a lot of stuff is going on right now with shipping and things like that yeah. um, and so if you want a paper copy and it's going to take a while you can still start reading with us because you can get it for free on hoopla in most places that's oh, what i nice. keep hearing it's also on kindle and audible so um the book is atypical woman by abigail dodds all of that and in, like information if you have questions about how is this gonna go how do i join all of that's at patreon.com slash theologians and I'm super excited to get back into that because it's been a while. Um, what else do I need to tell them? You can leave us a voicemail. You can. Do you know the voicemail number? 470-465-0475. Boom. Join us. The voice. You guys know the voicemail number. Close your eyes. Say it with me. I don't know why you have to close your eyes. 470-465-0475. Tap your heels three times and we'll show up on your doorstep with soup. Um, it was, I, I actually remember it because I didn't try to remember it. Every time I tried to memorize it, yeah, I would get it wrong. Really? Yeah. That's really funny. That's how I am. Like a lot of, I'm better at memorization when it's more passive. Right. And less like repeat after me sure. repeat after like i don't know sure sure oh my goodness people i'm sorry i'm just catching up on these people are doing like the titanic thing <gasps> we should have a titanic oh oh my gosh i just imagined our titanic shirt <laughs> yes don't forget it take a picture in your brain right now she's crying laughing can you please tell me what it is later yeah. what is your titanic uh -huh. shirt idea i'm so excited <laughs> Your face made me really excited. I just, it instantly came to me. Yes. Don't. I don't even know if it can ever be a shirt. Just, do, just mark it down. Remember <laughs> whatever image you have in your head, please don't forget it because I'm really looking forward to that. I love someone drew like Titanic in the corner of one of the signs, but then like they wrote on, on the ship, it says in small letters, not the Titanic. <laughs> it was just like, no. oh, it killed me dead. Titanic. Psych. <laughs> Psych. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, hi. Hello. I'm having a lot of fun with the shirts. Yeah. Good. Oh, do you even just... I'll ask you about this later. Should I do a design? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I can't do a design. That's... Hi. I don't know. Oh, to submit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're... You totally... You can't win this. <laughs> I can't I win a gift card to, <laughs> to my your, own store. Your store. You can't win a gift card to your own store. She's like, but I want to. No, I'm just, but you're going to design shirts for the right. store anyway. No, yeah. You don't have to win the yeah. contest. <laughs> it's just about the winning. Yeah. <laughs> I want to have the best design. I just want to take down really sweet <laughs> listeners. 
Just and I want them to know. Tackle them. That I'm, I'm the best. The best. <laughs> I can design for sheologians <laughs> like no one else. <laughs> it's just a picture of your face with flowers yeah. around mm-hmm. it. <laughs> And of course, it would have to say Lady Boss, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Summer is going to spit water out if we don't give her a second. Summer's one of her talents that you might not think is a talent is that you will, you will say funnier things <laughs> when Summer has just taken a drink. It's this effect she has on people. As soon as she, there's like the small window around the time that she takes a drink and it inherently makes the people around her funnier. It's really horrible. I So just keep that in mind. If you ever want to be funny, just wait. I think I told you guys about the time we don't eat, we don't eat a lot of fast food uh-huh. for a multiple yeah. reasons. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but this one day, I don't even remember what it was. I was I hadn't I hadn't had Arby's in like twelve years or something. Right. And I thought, you know, I haven't had this in twelve years. Maybe I'll check it out. Maybe maybe that'll be good. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, your dad loves it. My dad so. loves Arby's. He's not wrong about a lot of things. He's not. And so we got Arby's. And what wasn't on the Arby's menu twelve years ago is that they sell a hero now. Oh, like you can choose chicken or lamb meat. Like you have options, and they have lamb. Yeah, Arby's. I know, I know. So I had to try it because I love heroes and yeah. whatever. I love all. I love Greek food, and so I'm sitting there and I am enjoying this. I mean, it's good, and I have, of course. Did you get the lamb one? I th- or beef? Yeah, I got. Well, um, the, it's a mixture of lamb and beef. It's like a mixture. Oh. And it was gotcha. really good. And that is what I got. It was really good. And I got the curly fries. I don't really, I'm not eating French fries a lot. So I was really enjoying the French oh, yeah. fries. It's, even people who don't like Arby's, I think, can the, agree that the fries they're are good. good. They're just really good. So this is like the cheat meal of all cheat meals. Okay. Like to me, Arby's is so, like having this kind of food is so rare for me yeah. that I was just like, I'm going to enjoy every greasy second right. of this because it's honestly probably going to be another five years before I have this again. <laughs> and then there'll be another thing on the menu <laughs> and that I didn't know existed. Something else. Well, Eric said something funny. <laughs> and I, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, my drink came out through every. Every face hole that I have. <laughs> Your eyes. You're I like mean, Cyclops when he takes it... off his special glasses. It's just like a spray, like a laser beam of water. It was red. It was red <laughs> because I was drinking a cherry sparkling ice. So no, you looked like stigmata or something, like blood coming from all your... <laughs> I mean, like projectile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because we were ta- I was explaining to a kid how I don't know I don't remember the beginning of this I'm gonna botch it but I was explaining to a kid how like if your faith <laughs> if you're faithful you're full of faith uh-huh. <laughs> and then Eric goes <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> he goes well what are you if you're dutiful <laughs> and I just lost 
was like right when I took a drink. <laughs> Which now And he thought of it because you took because a drink. I took a drink. You take credit for that. Okay. I, will. I just I want credit. you to to be able I to I make own people that. so funny when I'm drinking <laughs> my beverages. <laughs> that could have sounded weird. Anyway. I don't remember how we got there. Hi guys. Okay. Well, you were just talking about <laughs> fast food. So maybe fast this Fast food, maybe that's my This like segues into our Maybe that's my segue. Yeah. Right. So <clears throat> um fast food is evil. Do not <laughs> fast eat food it. is of the devil. Do not partake. Someone's eating Arby's right now <laughs> and they're like putting it down and or eating it faster. <laughs> like I don't know which one. Maybe both. I said and or. That's not a thing. And okay. <laughs> Anyway, they're eating it and putting it down, and also <laughs> putting it down. You can't just you're doing your cake everything and have it too. <clears throat> That's right. Um, especially not with Joy's old dishwasher. Um, <laughs> so, uh, anyway, <clears throat> there's. I mean, you and I have wanted to talk about the wellness industry for a while, and I think. Part of the reason that we probably haven't is it just feels really big. It yeah. feels like it covers so many things and people's questions about this tend to be very specific. Yeah. Like I've never gotten a message that's been like, hey, Summer, what do you think about the wellness industry? <laughs> you know, yeah. it's always been like a certain facet of it. Like, right. what do you think about this kind of dieting? What do you think about oils? What do you think about crystals? What do you think about supplements? How do you feel about chiropractors? Like, it's always something very specific. And so I think while this topic should be discussed... Um, it's hard to put your arms around because there's there's just so many different avenues yeah. that you could come at that it's like this could be a podcast topic for years and years and years. If we're gonna you miss your it. thing today. Yeah, like if you're listening, <laughs> chances are we're gonna miss your thing. Right. But hopefully, we'll give you some guiding large, principles yes, yes. to deal with your thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever your thing with the wellness industry is maybe right. I'm hope so that's exactly Joy's exactly right. I think when we discuss this we can discuss guiding principles. Um but at the end of the day it's the same thing that you and I are always saying where it's like I cannot speak into your individual situation because I don't know it. So right. if someone's out there is like, hey, what do you guys think about chiropractors? Well what do you mean? Like there, right. th there's so many things that you just asked me that I can't right. answer for you. And, um, so I think we're just going to try to talk big picture guiding principles type of things and probably step on everybody's toes in the meantime. At least I would like to, <laughs> I would like to step on everyone's toes yeah. in the process. The ones that need to be stepped on. Yeah, of course. We all need it. I think a little bit, especially yeah. us women. I yeah. think we need a little bit of toe steppage on this topic. Yeah. I know that I do. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I was thinking of getting the caveats out, out of the way uh, up front. Right. So we don't have to keep doing that. Yes. So I don't know what caveats you brought, but I brought a couple. Yeah. I have a few. Okay. They're probably similar. They're prob. Okay. So just up front, just so I can say this and get it out of the way is that we would say, I'm sure you would say, so I'm just gonna say we would say. You can feel free to speak on my behalf. I think, I, I don't think you're gonna stop me as I say this. <laughs> um, what qualifies as sin is already outlined for us in scripture. So we know that 
lying, stealing, thieving, scamming, unjust weights and measures, committing adultery. All of these things are sin. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of sin is black and white, but not all sin is super obvious. And yeah. we can take things that are not sinful and then we can make them sinful. Right. We can use things in sinful ways. And idolatry, I think, is probably a big part of this discussion. And I think idols are one of those things where those can be literal. You can have a literal, <laughs> you can literally idol worship something that is physical. Right. Um, but a lot of idol worship happens in our hearts. So replacing something giving it undue worship that we're supposed to give God. So I just want to say at the outset that while a lot of the wellness industry is overflowing with pagan practices and scams and schemes and new age garbage and all of that, what we're not saying (laughs) is that, um, I know what you are doing for your wellness is sin. Right. We are not saying that you have to blindly trust we're conventional not here medicine. We're not directly <laughs> accuse anyone of idolatry. No. And what we're not saying is that any pursuit of health or wellness outside of mainstream medicine is necessarily sinful or stupid. Right. We're definitely not saying that because we both do that in different ways. Right. Um, So if you're hearing us say that, if you're hearing us say, oh, the wellness industry blanket statement is bad, then that's something that you're choosing to hear and it's not our position. So just caveat that up front. What do you have to add to that? I think that's fine. That's exactly what we needed to hear. Okay. I think one of the best ways to start talking about this would be, and I I didn't ask you if you wanted to do this or not, but I think it would be helpful for us to maybe, if you want, um, we both get migraines Mm -hmm. and we both deal with them in completely different ways. Yeah. So we could start with that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just one way that we both deal with this, like, very differently. Yeah, that's true. Um, Well, yeah, and in some, like, in some ways, I do what you do but then obviously okay so we both get migraines yeah um there are like i know certain allergies that give me migraines Mm. so i avoid those things like i have like Mm -hmm. a you know Mm -hmm. i i take certain measures to prevent right Right. but um i also take a medication as needed right for my migraines yeah um and in my mind that's because Mm -hmm. uh it's the only like that medicine is the only thing that's brought me any relief. Right. And, um, uh, I have like, I have migraines that like end my day. Right. Yes. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to like discuss the, the mm-hmm. severity of your migraines versus my <laughs> sure, migraines. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah. But I do, like, I know, I know people that have migraines that have like light sensitivity, you know, there's all different kinds. Mm -hmm. My migraines are the type of migraine that like I used to wake up Mm -hmm. with them and I used to just not even get out of bed. Right. Um, so yeah, uh, just, I guess I made the decision Mm -hmm. because of the severity of them. Right. That you're going to take something for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is a Mm -hmm. prescription that. Right acts on my brain chemicals and right. things like that. All of that. Yeah. Yeah. So I started getting migraines in high school and they were the kind where 
like I was like it was just so painful I would be throwing up and right. I couldn't keep my eyes open and um I started you know looking for solutions then of like how can I mitigate this because right. Advil doesn't touch it Advil migraine doesn't touch it Excedrin doesn't touch it um and so I tried a lot of different things. I tried different diets. I tried cutting things out. I tried adding things in. I tried it cer- I tried certain like exercises. And then finally, I did ask my doctor about medication. I don't think, I don't think we tried the prescription that because I've seen your box and it didn't look like that. Um, so we tried some kind of prescription and it didn't help. And so finally, when I was twenty three or so. Um, it had been a whole week of migraines and my friend was like, why don't you go get a massage and see if that yeah. will stop them. And like, not like a relaxing massage, but just like a deep tissue, right. like massage. breaking out, down like all your tension. And- yeah. And see if that'll help. And so, um, you know, I didn't have a migraine after that for like weeks. And that was the first time in years that I had gone weeks without a migraine. And right. so, um, I just discovered that if I if I get a massage like that about every four weeks, I don't have right. I don't get a migraine. Yeah. Um, well, and usually when you talk to someone with migraines, like you talk to someone that's tried everything, you everything. try everything because it's yeah. so miserable. And then what they like what they do right now, they're like, oh, that's what they this found that that <laughs> helps worked. them with their yeah. migraines. Yeah, and they're the kind of thing where. And I agree. Like when I I notice that when I get adjusted, mm-hmm. I. Yeah. Or like a massage when I get adjusted or whatever. Mm-hmm. I notice that I don't mm-hmm. like my migraines are not as right frequent. Right. No, it, it does. It's a, yeah. it makes a big it makes a big difference that I'm <laughs> I'm at the point now where um I haven't been able to get a massage since all this stuff happened so I can like they're about to start happening again. So I'm doing everything I can, but I just know that medication every day or every time about to have one, like it's just never worked for me. And Mm -hmm. that's just how my body is. Like it's just different than yours. Well, yeah, I only have, even the medicine I'm on is the only medicine Mm -hmm. I've ever tried that actually helped. Um, and I, cause I've tried a bunch of different things and that's just it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the guiding principle here is like, I don't think either one of us is in sin for how we've decided to like pursue this, even though, it's been different and then one of them is more conventional and one of them really is less right what's the word is more uh, one of them falls on the more like homeopathic natural right. quote natural whatever right. that means side and then one of them is more of like a traditional medicine side and right i just think that we when it comes to the topic of wellness people tend to want to fall in one of two camps right and i think people tend to feel a lot of virtue for it right so the people who feel like they stick with more conventional medicine uh conventional like western medicine tend to feel like they have all the evidence on their side and if you don't deal with it right. this way you're kind of foolish and then a lot of people kind of fall into the other side of like well it, and Christians, I think, fall especially into this trap because we believe that God designed the world and right. we believe that he um, designed everything with a purpose. And so the trap I think Christians fall into is feeling a lot of virtue of like, well, I'm doing this the way that God would have me do it. Right. Like they, it's almost like they have God on their side yeah. um, when they do something more, quote, natural. And I think that's where a lot of the problems come in. Right. Um, and I obviously I don't think they're. Okay, well, 
this here's a caveat I've just decided to add. It's still the beginning, so it still counts of getting them over with. Obviously, what your opinion is is your opinion, and you think you're right, <laughs> right? But I guess what we're trying to say is, like you, you can say like you know I truly like I thought it over, and the decision I made is that like God did create our bodies to do X, Y, and Z, and so I'm putting my trust in His original design. Um, there's nothing mm-hmm. like wrong mm-hmm. with thinking that. Sure. Um, and there's there's nothing wrong with having your like scientific evidence to show that like X, Y, and Z was good and helpful Mm -hmm. during this medical need in your life or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, This, I guess the point is, is it's not really about, it's not really about right or wrong. Mm -hmm. Are like the reason Summer just brought those pitfalls up is because those are where issues can Mm -hmm. arise. Mm -hmm. You do see, You see a lot of, um, move on to your next, I don't want to okay. introduce this just yet. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm interested to see what you're going to say about that. Um, so I think one of the things that, okay, <clears throat> let me back this up a little bit. So something that we take for granted today is that we live in the post-industrial revolution time. So the way that things come to us, like our food, um, people haven't, for most of human history, people have not gotten their food the way that we get our food. Right. So basically because of the industrial revolution, all of a sudden we had, you know, planes, trains, automobiles, we're shipping things around the country at a speed, at which is just unprecedented. Right. Um, and so people are trying to make money off of that, obviously. And this is a new, this is a new business really that hasn't really been done before. Before the Industrial Revolution, there weren't, like, train cars, you know, doing right. what they're doing and shipping, It was you know, pretty much boats avocados. and tires. Right. And, if it could go know, on the water and it could go on right. a tire. But right. if you consider that most of the United States even doesn't have water in right. it, like a major water system. Right. Like, that was huge was for huge. a big portion. Right. Like, big portion of the country was like, right. hey, cool, awesome. All of a sudden, people that live in Maine are eating avocados, you know. Right. And that's not really, that wasn't really a thing before. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I bring that up to say, not only is this stuff we don't think about anymore, but um, this changed the way that food was made and it changed the way that business was done around food. And so, weird things were happening to our food at that time because people were trying to make money. Um, so, we know that obviously one of the most obvious ones is how cocaine was like everywhere in drug products right. and um, milk was watered down and sometimes even chalk was added to make it look like it hadn't been watered down. Um, we know that things were added to bread. I mean, bread, <laughs> we think of it as, as this thing that comes in a bag pre-sliced, but that's not how most of history is thought no. of bread. Um, things were added to bread to make it feel heavier well, and, and now sturdier. now in the coronavirus, everyone's like, oh, I know about bread <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> now, because I've been making it for Bummer. weeks. <laughs> so all of this to say, these kinds of like frauds are how we got the Food and Drug Administration. Like that's how it came to be because they had to come in and say, no, you cannot add water and chalk to milk and, you know, sell right. it this way. And you can't do this to bread and you can't put cocaine and everything and so um well why not 
<laughs> and so now what that did was it involved the government in making decisions about what we can and cannot put in our bodies. Right. Um, and, you know, and so in 1938, this act was passed that said that you had to prove the safety of your food before you could sell it. All this stuff happened. So what this essentially did to all of us and this a lot of this struggle around what kind of foods do we eat? What kind of supplements do we take? What do we put in our bodies? How toxic is everything? And, and all the things you hear people talking about is ultimately it comes down to this question about like, who do you trust? Like that is the decision that you have to make is right. who are you going to trust? Um, and it's difficult sometimes as the consumer to to be able to tell, well, who is giving us what information? And so I think our duty as Christians is not to just be like the average consumer. Um, and that goes both ways. Because I think when I say that, some people are going to hear, okay, I need to be a Christian consumer, not just the average consumer. So that means I need to make sure I'm not putting X, Y, and Z toxic thing into my body. And I think what other people are going to think I'm saying is that I need to not be a fearful consumer who... Uh, thinks that I'm in control of every little detail right. of my life. So you're going to have, and I, I think most people fall into one of those two camps when they right. hear someone say something like that. And so I think that it's true that how we interact with our food and our health, it should look different than how the world does. But that doesn't mean that we can just automatically decide that we're going to eschew all practices. So like maybe you're someone who favors more natural medicine. And so you're just like, well, since I don't want to look like everyone else and I want to look like a Christian and I want to do things like a Christian, I have to eschew all mainstream practices or, right. you know, or fall into the other side or whatever. Different isn't really the goal. The goal is how do I glorify God with what I do with my health? And right. that's not going to look the same for everybody. And so I think that's where a lot of this rub comes is that we have the pressure and the kind of the struggle of not knowing maybe everything that's in our food and not really understanding what all of it is. And I mean, you have to have a degree <laughs> right. to read a lot of labels. Well, and see, that's I guess that was kind of my point earlier is like you're like you can have a legitimate faithful opinion that you live by mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and it's not of course there's like objective truth in there but like yeah. sometimes you're like you're not going to know as much about the nutritionist or right. opposing nutritionists may say certain things are healthier certain things right it's not about like getting into this rigmarole of like right oh well but i read that no that plant-based is best and then it's like right. oh well i read that all meat when no plants is the best right. like mm -hmm. um because some people have had much success with That's both right. yeah you know um but yeah i think that uh it's i guess what you're saying if i can interpret is that you should be by you should be invested in your health in a way that is not, mm -hmm. that is um, logical and rational. Mm -hmm. So not fear-based and right. hopefully based off of some mm -hmm. evidence. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. like I don't think we should be like drinking paint or anything because <laughs> <laughs> like. Well, I know that's not good for you. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so based, yeah. it's logical and reasonable yeah. mm -hmm. and it's not, um, 
Mm-hmm. It's not done out of pride. Right. Um, it's yeah. done like as the, and it's done in a way that is the best decision for you or your family. Right. Um, and mm-hmm. so you don't have to hold on to it mm-hmm. any closer no. than that. Um, mm-hmm. I, <sighs> I really think, a, I, th- I really think most people can be based in favor one of two camps the evidence-based versus the experience-based. Yeah. And I think that it's really easy for women especially to really become, to use other people's experiences as a, as a guide as to what to do in their own lives. So I think a lot of times what happens, and I understand this, you know, so last month when I had to decide how to handle my miscarriage, I wanted to know okay, well, I know a lot of other women have had to do this. Right. What was their experience? Maybe that'll right. help me. Um, and honestly, at the end of the day, like it really didn't because my experience was not like anybody else's that I had talked to. Right. And so while it was, it was, there was comfort that came from it. Um, the ultimate decision was not right. helped by it. So the, right. there was the comfort there of hearing other women say, uh, you know, I'm not, do- I am not going through this alone. I'm not right. doing something no one else has ever done. So there was a comfort factor there of, I'm so glad I could talk to other women who'd ha- who had experienced it. But ultimately hearing other people's experiences just stressed me out because hearing their experiences didn't tell me anything about what was going to happen with me. And right. I think a lot of times we have to realize that like real questions aren't typically asked in Facebook groups. <laughs> um, Real questions are dealt with when you're asking your husband, your parents, your elders, people, your doctor, people in your right. immediate circle who know you, they know your situation, they know mitigating factors. And of course, hearing other people's experiences might help you in some way, maybe to emotionally prepare you or something. But ultimately, decisions shouldn't be based on someone else's experience and I think a lot of times we do that out of fear like I heard this bad thing happened once to this person so now I don't want to do this thing my doctor is telling me to do is a fear-based way to live that is not helpful right um and so I'm not discounting but then I would also think that like my and like I agree with what you're saying and but I also agree that you don't just have to do something because, because your doctor, your doctor says. says it. That's right. So like, mm-hmm. I, again, That's right. we're, we're coming across we're <laughs> we're tackling this issue that you guys probably want us to definitively say something about. And you can't. We have to just come, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, down the middle somewhere, mm-hmm. which is that you need to manage your, mm-hmm. your, yourself. <laughs> predominantly yeah (laughs) um and by doing so manage whatever your view is of health I so the stuff that I have is a lot it's more about the um I guess the the pitfalls I like did some research on were more like the ideological Mm -hmm. and I think what learning about like the the ideology of the wellness movement Ooh. or like industry. Uh-huh. Um, I think the more you can learn about that, mm. which is the approach we've taken with many things, feminism, for example. Sure. You look at the history and the ideology Behind of it. 
of it. And Their it, presuppositions. Right. And, and it helps you think more critically and maybe even be, have more insight into mm-hmm. like where the issues right. will fall. Right. Because, and you know, and we've already discussed it, um, but there's a whole, I mean, there's a whole history that I haven't even like tapped with the wellness industry, mm-hmm. but um, I mean, there's many. Y'all remember when we used to leech people? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, yes. yeah. if you think about the history of medical practices, right. the like, industry is insane. The movement <gasps> is crazy. <laughs> um, but again, there is this little nugget like in the wellness movement. Of course, there are people mm-hmm. that want to feel better and have more energy so they can spend time with their kids. There's nothing like in, you know, there's nothing wrong, but our point is there's also nothing virtuous. Mm-hmm. You can't look at that and say, um, you know, oh, I've found salvation, which is actually, so the the result of the wellness movement is well-being. That's right. Which means that you are fulfilled as a person, you've mm-hmm. been educated. Mm-hmm. And so people who are secular mm-hmm. that are looking into wellness Mm-hmm. are doing it because it's a way to say like I'm, I'm holy clean. and I'm yeah so I actually was gonna say really the the foundational like what needs to be said here is what you just brought up right. which is that I think every single human being is born aware of their need to be justified right and so I think one of the main ways that we avoid God is by seeking other means to justify ourselves so whether it's clean eating or clean household products or whatever else have you, I think it's far too easy for all of us to find some kind of means of righteousness and virtue and being made clean through something like the wellness industry. Right. And ultimately, we need to be careful as Christians that we aren't placing value in those things where they don't belong. Right. Well, and... and- So wellness, if you research the wellness movement or you're in it at all, this is, it is the, the, the mother of self-care. Right. (laughs) Or, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a, it's an offspring, Mm -hmm. like self-care is an offspring of wellness. Mm -hmm. Um, Because our, our culture, um, it defines wellness in many different spheres there's like up to 12 different realms of wellness it's a lot yeah including (laughs) obviously physical and like mental are two things that we normally right would would see but there's emotional there's Mm -hmm. spiritual there's Mm -hmm. um occupational Mm -hmm. there's environmental Mm -hmm. there's intellectual is that one of them i mean the list goes on and on yeah so there's all different (laughs) There's so many different uh, facets. It's not just right. the wellness movement should just only be mm-hmm. like wellness for you. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to be a part of the movement because it they, they're co-opting realms that belong realms, um, subjects, areas. areas. <laughs> don't really want to say realms because I feel like that could be misinterpreted. Um, right. But... The, the idea is that you you do things to make yourself well in a variety of areas until your mm-hmm. life is good. Right. Um, and 
And it's not as simple as that. No. And Christians shouldn't be seeking that apart from Jesus anyway. No. Um, any motivator where it's just like, I want to feel better because I, 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 I. Right. Is ultimately part of the problem. Right. So, yeah. You don't. Um, well, because peop- the reason why they want to get into issues like like holistic well-being mm-hmm. where like every part of you is better mm-hmm. is like because they've they've noticed that there are associations between things like people who mm-hmm. feel um they don't feel uh like their potential has been reached tend to right not treat their bodies so well right so like they're they overeat because they don't feel like they've gotten the respect right. that they deserve right which is entering into the whole world of self-esteem and all that right when really gluttony is a sin right right it it's not a failure it, of self-esteem right like you've esteemed yourself too much right yeah like it's a sin yeah the issue here is not right that um you're not thinking of yourself right enough you're thinking of yourself too much right yes <laughs> the actual issue um, yeah and then at the end of it you're rationalizing a sin right because you weren't given the respect you didn't get what you wanted right and you are god in this scenario right. and you have to be worshipped so not to say like th- those aren't issues that we need to deal with we do need to deal with them right um whether there's gluttony or not right. but if there's gluttony and pride mm-hmm. issues mm-hmm. then those are two sins instead of right. just the one um but but wellness the secular wellness movement won't won't address that no, it's, they, not, it's not their concern. They will say that by eating better and mm-hmm. um, exercising and looking better and f- having more energy means that you will resolve issues of this or neglect that. or right. not feeling Emotional respected. Emotional trauma, things right. like that. Um, and that's just not... It's healing through physical means when really the healing that you needed first and foremost was spiritual. Right. And so... And that's not the neglect. That's not the neglect of the physical... Right. But there's a there's an inversion here of what needs to be addressed first. Right. This is it's very easy to look at it and say this is the best someone can do without mm-hmm. God. Right. Um, yeah. And now I don't disagree mm-hmm. totally on all things. Like, right. I do think that if you're feeling like we had this conversation, mm-hmm. like, are you feeling depressed? Did you watch five movies right. today? That's Were you just inside why. eating Cheetos right. watching <laughs> yes. TV? I agree. That's that all, going to affect you. <laughs> this is this is the world acknowledging all those things that are true and coming up right. with a system that is godless. Right. To to. uh approach it right so we have to make sure that we're not buying into that Mm -hmm. and when we have issues when we have health issues or when we have Mm -hmm. um issues with laziness or even depression and extended periods of sadness you know Mm -hmm. we can take all these things into consideration but ultimately we need to know Mm -hmm. that this that like getting up and going on a run is not going to fix serious issues with bitterness or discontent (laughs) or anything like that right um well i think it's it's possible there's two ditches like it's possible to be reckless and lazy and indulgent and sinful in your lack of care for your physical body which is a gift from god yes but it's also possible to be like an obsessive idolatrous sinfully anxious person in your desire to care for your physical well-being like you can fall into two different ditches here yeah and the answer um 
is never going to be, well, I just need to get the right balance of anxious on this side and lazy on this side. <laughs> like the answer is that you need to seek God first and foremost and, and prioritize what you should be prioritizing in a way that is biblical. And I think the hard part of this is that um, it really takes a lot of discernment um, and it's hard to look at, I think, sometimes as as women. Right. I think it's hard to really look and question and say, OK, am I choosing this kind of treatment, this kind of behavior, this thing out of fear or am I doing it to to serve God or to glorify right. God? Am I more worried about self-protection than I am about my witness or other people? Am I believing the lie that I ultimately control my health. Like if I'm not feeling well today, it's totally like if I'm grumpy today and I'm not feeling well, it is totally 100% because three days ago I ate half of that cookie and I knew I shouldn't have eaten it. Right. And if I just hadn't eaten that cookie, then this and that wouldn't be out of balance and my hormones. And it's like, am I constantly blaming? We also do that with our, with kids too. Yes. Yes, we do. And it's like, like it's not my okay. My kid had gluten, so that's why. Right. Like, my kid's <laughs> kicking and screaming down the hallway, and it is 100% because of that red dye number 40 or right. whatever. And it's like, well. Which can't, like, I'm not I get saying it. that food sensitivities don't exist. I know that they exist. Right. I know that they're a real thing, and they do impact you. But at the end of the day, like, you know, there are Christians out there that honestly believe that if you just put some oil on your kid's head, right. that maybe they won't be so angry and right. it's just like well tell me well, because how that's... the issue was never with them it was right. with their their lack of oils there's right right and See, it's that's like... the thing is you don't we never want to start thinking that something like is something sin related is taking place outside of us right you know yes um like you know people equate sin to like a sickness uh -huh. but like sin it's not biological that's right so the cure isn't going biological. to be right um it's spiritual right so the cure is going to be spiritual and i don't mean in a new agey kind of way and don't no i'm not talking about no crystals and all right? that's because yeah because <laughs> wellness does like it reaches all these little mm -hmm. like crystals there are yeah there's uh you know meditation which yeah so many new age practices right. pagan practices well and it's involved. because ultimately again this is the best the best that a secular humanist doctor scientist mm -hmm. naturopath whoever whether you're going on the more conventional sides of things or mm -hmm. the more naturopathic side of things like if you hate god right you believe that basically um we are well here i wrote it down somewhere there's a specific guy that oh i don't oh. know how to pronounce his name oh professor Pr prigogine okay Prigid. i don't know for everything in the 70s yeah um he won a Nobel Prize for his theory of dissipative <laughs> structures. Okay. Which basically describes like everything as like an open system where like energy, well, like energy is taken in and transformed and then like produce, like it produces right. another thing or like right. sheds it mm -hmm. or returns it mm -hmm. to the environment. Mm -hmm. And that is 
like without God, that is like right. That that it is basically what's happening right. all the time on this planet. Right. There is has that to be we're, some explanation we're all existing, for the and we're all existing energies that take in energy, mm-hmm. that you, that use the energy in some way and transform it, and mm-hmm. then yeah, and then give it back. Right. Trees do the same thing. Right. Um. And so, like, ultimately, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> ultimately, oh. that this is where that you can't without God. Like, you can't have it any other way right and so it would make sense to the person that just believes you're an energy that takes right. in energy and mm-hmm. transforms it and then puts it back out into right. the system right um that you're going oh. to i don't she's crawling she I basically just i crawls. feel like georgia is basically just she's gonna like just leave the room any second right. now <laughs> um <laughs> oh, my oh. <laughs> okay <laughs> She's I'm just gonna wild. Let her, I'm just gonna let her play in that water. Yeah, that just spilled. There you go. Is this gonna happen? Water is wet. She has to learn that today. But yeah, but so that is that is what the world ultimately. That's the best the world can do. And it's right. And that is legitimately. I'm pretty sure that guy was a part of like the early wellness mm-hmm. movement. movement. Sure. Um, which obviously now has like transformed. Yeah. Um, quite a bit. Yeah. But because uh, as far as I can tell, the original wellness movement was started by doctors that created like a continuum where it was like, mm-hmm. if you're neutral, you're not showing any signs of like illness. Right. And then below that, like on the lower side is like direct illness or. Right. Like, and a lot of them were like, oh, prevention. Right. It's all about prevention, which prevention is not a bad thing, but I could with a little bit of time, I could give you a short dissertation on why like prevention has changed our medical industry. Oh, that's interesting. It's changed a lot. A lot of people um, mm-hmm. just on this, even on the topic of wellness, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't think that um, like that prevention shouldn't be as big hmm. as it is. Okay. Um, in the, in our culture, you know, yeah. obviously like you can like go to a routine checkup or whatever if you want sure. mm-hmm. but some people think like oh like i'm i eat healthy i exercise right and i don't i don't want to do that yeah. you know if i have a problem that's, then i'll go that's me yeah <laughs> which is a lot of people but you know like when your kids are born they have like this mandatory I list know. of tests not mandatory technically but this list they will of be things to like prevent right to prevent things that you you know you might you don't know or right right and so sure. I think I think that's where I mean I think that's where people find fear and they feel like they have mm-hmm. to like charge to the other side mm-hmm. um I don't I don't know if it's uh, I just feel like in this area so many people are gonna have like there could be people that uh, <laughs> like we agree on certain things but then other things we do differently sure of course like. And so I don't, I don't know, I guess, uh, the, the main, the, the pitfall of, of, of turning this into idolatry, I ultimately is that, uh, it messes, I've seen it mess with fellowship. Mm-hmm. And then obviously if it's idolatry, mm-hmm. then it's messing with your personal right. intimacy with God. I don't know. She's just splashing it's in really some water. Cute. <laughs> just like her head was bobbing up and down. And, you know, I think there's some very obvious, most of us as Christians realize that, um, there's a lot of pagan new age practices in the wellness movement, you know, and there's a lot of fraud as well. Um, 
I know I saw this one company, like you could give them $700 and they would essentially like rub your body with magnets. And then like supposedly after they did this, something or other would happen. And I mean, it was just a total scam. Um, Nothing happened to you. Uh, Maybe a placebo effect happened to you. But, you know, I think most of us understand. All the magnet therapy people are so mad at us right now. (laughs) And I mean, I just, I think that most of us understand that there's no such thing as a healing crystal. I think most of us as Christians understand that um, lavender smells great. Peppermint feels great. It's not going to rid you of your sin. I think we understand that. Right. I think what we are failing to do a lot of times is to understand that there is an axis for maybe when you show up at this axis, you know, like, hey, it's time to speak to my brother or sister in Christ who is engaging in maybe a sketchy practice or maybe, you know, maybe you've got that sister in Christ who really believes that all of her son's sin problems are from, you know, a certain kind of dye in their food and that if they could just get a hold of some more young living that it would be cured. Maybe that's the axis where you need to talk to your sister in Christ. But I think there's, there's two axes that are important in this discussion because I think you mean axes. Oh, the axes. That's right. The other axe that's very Mm -hmm. important is the part where you start minding your own business. Right. Like maybe you don't. I think this is the true failure of Christian (laughs) wellness. Yes. Like maybe you don't need to be bothered if your friend lets their kids eat a donut on their birthday or right. maybe it's unwise to break fellowship over someone's food choices and maybe also, there's a verse for that also you don't get to assume that your friend is mad at you for letting your kid eat a donut you also don't get to do you that you don't get to make up anything that's right and I, if you're feeling right. shame or insecure because you're feeding your kid a donut and you care what everyone else thinks that's actually not right. the world's problem Right. That's your problem. problem. You need to deal with the fact that you're guilty over letting your kid have a donut. Yes. And so I think one way to discover if this whole area might be a stumbling block for you and you've got some repenting to do is to really figure out, are you able to fellowship at a physical table with a physical meal with your brothers and sisters in Christ, regardless of whatever fears you have or whatever is going on, if you are not able to be with the body because of X, Y, and Z choice that you're making, I would say that that's a problem. And obviously there's a lot of caveats that go with that that are necessary that I'm totally willing to make. But at the end of the day, if it's like, I can't be friends with you. Right. Because, um, because you don't eat the way I think fam people should eat or because you don't sleep the way I think people should sleep or you don't go to the doctor the way I think people should go to the doctor. That is a problem. That is a sin problem. Right. Um, and so, with that, even though we're definitely here to tell you that 
people have like mystical views on the healing power of crystals and that is totally engaging in like new age buffoonery. I think it's also important to point out that you and I don't get to walk into someone's house, see that they have crystals and just immediately assume that they're some kind of new age buffoon. Right. Um, maybe they just like crystals. You right. know what I mean? Like you don't get to look at what other people are doing and assume that you know every motivation that's there. Right. So, and that's just a principle for life. Right. Like honestly, that's a principle outside of wellness. Yeah. Like that's just a life principle. Um, if someone comes to you and says, what do you think about crystals? <laughs> that's a, that's totally your business. Totally. It's it, a perfect yeah. opportunity to say something. Yeah. But, but also maybe crystals are beautiful and God made them and they're part of creation. Right. Yeah. And, and the person didn't buy them because they thought they were going to heal uh, their Crohn's right. disease right. because they bought amethyst. Right. You know, like that's, you don't get to assume that about other people. Right. I think a lot of people are so afraid of doing anything that has a new age appearance that they can't even enjoy right. that lavender bush over there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so that's a, that's another very silly pitfall that we can fall into and um i think really the last thing i have to add to it i don't know you're obviously free to keep going is that um a very important verse for our time section of verses two verses for our time right now with everything with coronavirus but also just talking about wellness is isaiah 8 12 and 13 um where it says you are not to say it is a conspiracy and to regard all the, in regard to all that this people call a conspiracy. And you are not to fear what they fear or be in dread of it. It is the Lord of hosts whom you should regard as holy, and he shall be your fear, and he shall be your dread. So whether we eat or drink or go to the doctor or whatever we do, we should do all to the glory of God in fear of God, regarding him as holy and right. not ultimately taking all of our cues from the world or pulling all of our virtue out of which camp we belong more to what we're advocating for here is is wisdom in all things and and fearing god in all things and that is going to affect what you do and how you do it and we don't get to pass judgment on other christians and demand that they follow matters of conscience the way that we do right right if you correct someone's views um whatever they may be mm -hmm. on vaccination. Oh no. <laughs> you haven't saved you them. You said it. Yeah, you haven't. Even if you could like bring them over to your side. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing wrong with having, uh, there is, and this is, this is where you guys will have to figure it out for yourself. There's nothing wrong <laughs> with, especially like uh, for people who are knowledgeable, like if you're a nutritionist, it mm -hmm. probably means you have a lot of knowledge and like a passion. Right. For nutrition. You care. You're into it. Right. Great good so more of it more of this world is going to be your business that's right you know like yeah. um and then obviously like if you're a mom you may have very passionate views on uh birthing and right post you know postnatal care and all this stuff um right and and so you may be into educating people and offering advice but just you don't do it because you think you're saving them or right. making them more virtuous like right that's not happening no that's not how this is working mm -hmm. at all no i mean that's i personally there are things i think 
but and I wanted to make the caveat about like thinking you're right because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that I do my way mm-hmm. because I think I'm right. And right. so I can't p- apologize <laughs> to you. Like, I think I'm right. Right. And so in a way, like we need to be more gracious in both ways, like mm-hmm. to the person that that is passionate and is like a know it all on the topic and maybe goes a little too far. Like right. we can give them grace, you know, and but we also don't necessarily need to be preaching at people mm-hmm. or um, concerned that people are doing things the wrong way. Right. Um, I don't know. I think both right. are kind of an issue. Because yeah. I know that there are some, that there are people that there. Well, and I guess it's over cer- more like certain topics more so mm-hmm. in in this women's world. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's just like you know we can just be more gracious to, like if you have a friend that is annoying about oils, like mm-hmm. just you can be gracious with her. Yeah. Like, even if she says something crazy, like just right. put a few drops of this on their feet and they'll, right. They'll never go to the bathroom in their bed <laughs> ever again. Like, you, you know, don't have to bludgeon someone like that over the head. Right. Like you of course can say something. And like I said, right. like we're talking about, there's an axis where there comes a point where yes, you absolutely should confront right. your brother or your sister, especially if they're engaging in just like total quackery. But there's also that point where it's like, have you ever believed something that later you discovered well, and people, wasn't true? People in this area are just not going to agree on certain things. Right. Because there are books full yeah. of information right. that is opposing. Right. Some people will tell you that red light therapy mm-hmm. is the biggest, stupidest, most expensive mistake you can get into. Right. And then some people are like, well, I read this legitimate research study right. where it says that this and this and this right. happened. And yeah, it a lot of research hasn't gone into it since this study. Right. So I can't show you, you know, like just assume the best yeah. in people. Be assume gracious. that maybe the reason they're right. doing something is now if you're in it's a conver- not because they're an idiot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to just assume that people are idiots. Yeah. Right. It's a thing that happens. Yeah. And I think a lot of times it's a matter of growth and maturity and like older, more mature Christians being willing to come alongside and and have these conversations. And again, this has to happen like one on one in your circle. Like if it's if you're trying to tell someone on Facebook how to run their life, it's probably not going to go very well. Right. But like if you see an opportunity, you know, maybe maybe you're that older mom that sees that younger mom just desperate for anything to help their kid and and maybe this younger christian isn't going about it in the most mature ways and they're looking for these wild things maybe you maybe you are the answer maybe when you graciously and patiently come alongside this mom and have these conversations maybe that is what is needed maybe that's how you can serve the kingdom right um it's not a matter of just bludgeoning people over the head and being like, hey, you're being so dumb. You're such a quack. Like, and maybe it is quackery. There's a lot of quackery out there. Right. Um, but I'm saying discernment in all things. Yeah. Discernment in all things, no matter what it is, is going to help you with all of these issues. And ultimately, I think women need to be freed from this fear that if they just put the right thing in their bodies, put the right thing in their kids' bodies, use the right household products like they're not going to have problems anymore right. and i think a lot of moms fall into that trap of looking around at the house and going what can i control because you feel so right. out of control 
and and you want to gain a little control back and you think that that's the answer but that's that's never the answer right. that is never the answer to sin that's never the answer to worshiping self it's never going to get you out of that hole and i think that we fall into it all the time without even thinking about it and we live in a culture that encourages us to fall into it and that's part of right. the problem and so you need to be discerning you need to be in the word you need to open your eyes and we need to be encouraging each other in that right one well, a great example is like practically one of the first stories in the bible which is and it involves food, Adam and Eve. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh-huh. did did we fall into sin forevermore because... Because of a fruit? Because mm-hmm. Eve ate the fruit. No. It was like an apple versus right. a guava. Right. No. Or like the nutrition was really low. <laughs> the, right. She picked... That is a very sweet fruit and it so uh it her. spikes your blood pr- your uh your blood sugar yeah how so dare she so that's actually we're all <laughs> experiencing the effects of her not eating clean right no <laughs> that is not the point that's not the sin that is not what happened that's why i'm a presuppositionalist anyway do you have anything else no okay i feel like we've been talking for a long time so i had have. i had a feminist of the week and i'm gonna have to save it for next week because I just feel like... Have we been talking that long? I feel like we've been talking for a really long time. Um, I don't think we had even started until... Carmen, how long have we been going? <laughs> Carmen! <laughs> He's not listening to us. Because I feel like it's just after three. Oh, really? I knew it! Okay, I was doing math wrong. That's what was Math's happening. Math's hard, you guys. Okay. I was having us start at 2.30, but we started closer to like one thirty. Yeah. I'm okay. pretty sure we were supposed to be in a meeting like 40 minutes ago. So oh, yeah. all Dang. of that to say, I know that we didn't answer your specific questions. I just hope that we gave you some guiding principles to think through these things by, I think a lot of women really want that one thing that they can send to their friend that'll like prove their to their friend like you shouldn't do this or you should be doing that and like we're never gonna be that we're never gonna do that and that's not the point and I think if you are discerning and your desire is to honor God in all things that your conversations and your problems are gonna look a lot differently in this area that's all I have to say about that Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Great. So leave us a voicemail. Four seven zero four six five zero four seven five. Go to sheilogens.com forward slash contest. Vote on your favorite designs and join us for book club at patreon.com slash sheilogens. And that is it for this week. And we will see you all next week. See ya. It's never going to load this song. Ready? Are you ready? He's our Oh, I just want to say something real quick. <laughs> this is the most we get this question all the time. This is the most I'm ever going to go on record and say about vaccines. Are you ready? Here it is. This is the most I'm going to say. If you are willing to break fellowship with a brother or a sister over vaccines, you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> That's it. Bye. We'll praise the Lord. I'll rest.